It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Houston Texans in Houston. Pittsburgh favored at minus three in this game with an over-under of 46. I am taking the Houston Texans to win this game. All right. They're going to do it two weeks in a row, gentlemen. They're going to do it two weeks in a row. I am not that impressed with the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. I've been on the record that before. They have a good pass rush. The TJ Watts always going to be competitive, but I'm not impressed with their secondary. And CJ Stroud's playing really, really well. The defense of Houston's picking up over the past two weeks. I actually like them to have the upset in in this one. So that's where I'm going to go with that one. CJ Stroud, not quite ranked in where I'm going to play him, but is creeping up into my tier territory. Do have him in front of the ECR. Have him at 17. ECR's got him at 21. He's been the QB 14 to this point. Adam, are you going to stash CJ Shroud with the anticipation that you're going to play him at some point? I, I think we're getting there. He, he throwing with anticipation. He finally got his guy that he, you know, wanted the team to draft onto the field. Thank that was playing really well. That helps. He's a guy. I, I think with these young quarterbacks, it is incredibly important to have guys that make clear and obvious separation. And he's a guy like that. Um, you know, you don't have to be like, oh, I have to throw to a spot. Oh, I have to, you know, throw and hope the guy gets open by the time it gets there. It's this guy's just open. Um, and, and that's very helpful for, for young quarterbacks. Um, and against, I think Stroud's playing with anticipation. And I think ultimately my only concern with Stroud uh, coming into the league was, okay, but how do you play against pressure? Because that was the one thing I really saw him struggle with at Ohio State. And I think is it great yet? No, but it's an improvement. Um, and he's not being forced into those situations too, too much. I think the staff is doing a good job of, uh, you know, keeping him confident and not putting him in awful situations um, where, you know, pressure is just going to be everywhere. The offensive line isn't particularly great or even necessarily good. Um, they're just not putting him in awful situations, right? They're doing their best to negate the third and 15s where you're going to see pressure. Um, so I think, you know, he's got that going for him. And there's just the simple fact of either they're in the game and that's because of CJ Stroud, cause this team's not very good or they're out of the game. You're getting garbage time points. Like those are the two scenarios that really are going to happen. Uh, yeah. so yeah, I, I think Stroud is a guy who in good matchups, I'm playing him now, probably, you know, not starting him every week, but I think he could get there this year. 
I think he might too. He's been very impressive and everything I hoped he would be. Uh, Najee Harris, I'm ahead of the ECR on the guy. They already want to bury him, Chris. They want to put him at they would want to put him at running back 27. They want to put him as a RB three. I say he's still a top 24 running back. I still say he's got to be an RB two starting your lineup, especially this week against Houston. Now, here's what I will say: if he doesn't give you something against Houston this week, then I'm going to have to start burying Harris a little bit and burying this. Pittsburgh backfield pretty much all together. Uh, it did tighten the gap between the snaps between him and Warren, especially last week, 52% to 43%. So there's a little bit of a concern. Harris not getting those passing down work like he used to in the past, not the full three down bell cow like he used to be in the past. But I still think he's a talented running back. And I still think there's an offensive line that will get better. So Houston, I got him as a top 24 running back. What do you think he is this week and moving forward? Yeah, I mean, uh, first of all, I was going to come out on the Houston point and just going to point out C.J. Stroud doesn't have an offensive line right now, Adam. His whole offensive line is basically injured, so that's going to be really exciting when he gets Larry Tunsil, for example, back, <laughs> who's one of the top tackles in the league. Um, but this Pittsburgh offense doesn't have that top offensive line. They're waiting on the horizons we're playing right now. I, I think Najee Harris is basically struggling with we'll talk about a lot of the other running backs who are bigger guys. There's no holes to run through. So it makes the quicker guys look like they're better or more explosive but it's more so these guys are just kind of fitting what they can actually do because off the line has no opportunity for the guys to kind of get open. But Najee Harris is a guy that is going to continue to get the volume. Uh, to me, with running back situations right now, it's still a guy you're going to plug and play, and it has at least a flex option. I know that Warren's getting closer to the touches, but we know for the fact that there's no really such thing as a bell cow back necessarily. Joe Mix is one of the better running backs you can have as a bell cow, and he basically gets used like Najee Harris does. So Najee Harris, to me, is still a guy you're going to try to play, especially against Houston this week. Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, Damian Pierce is somebody that I am hoping. Make it happen. Yeah, make him happen. uh, Hoping that as as the Steelers defense gives up fourth most points to the running backs, hoping he does something, like just busts into the end zone so that way you guys can go ahead and sell him for something. I told you, Damian Pierce is just a dude. Nothing special. 2.5 yards per carry. What's going on? Singletary, by the way, he's had his snaps increase every single week so far this season, getting closer and closer to a platoon. I'm just letting you guys know, the second you can get out of Damian Pierce sweepstakes, freaking do it. Jalen Warren, by the way, if you're in full-point PPR leagues, low-end flex play maybe because he has been getting enough work in the passing game and has been explosive when he touches the ball, especially in a matchup like this. Uh, George Pickens, the top 24 receiver, Nico Collins and Tank Dell. Let's talk a little Nico Collins and Tank Dell, Chase. I got him flip-flop from the ECR. Nico Collins at wide receiver 33. ECR's got him at 27. I have Dell at wide receiver 29. ECR's got him at 33. Tank Dell has run more routes than Nico Collins over the last two weeks, first and foremost. He's been number one on the team in targets, and he just looks like the superior receiver. Do you see it the same way? Are you leaning more towards Nico Collins' side? Is the Tank Dell thing here to stay? No, because Nico Collins is Jake from State Farm, and Tank Dell (laughs) has not only been performing well this season, but we talked about this game specifically. We just talked about the fact that there's a bunch of car salesmen standing in front of C.J. Stroud trying to pass block for him against T.J. Watt, and they have not seen that. They have not had to deal with that yet. They are going to get a pass rush. For this team to be successful in this game, they're not going to have the time to allow downfield and outside and and long downfield routes to to it to develop. They're going to have to go quick hitters. They're going to have to go underneath tank Dell being the little mousy runaround guy that he is and being able to get open. I think they're going to be able to get those quick hitters out to him. I think it's a tank Dell game. 
for them. And I, yeah, I love him. I've got him actually at 28. I've actually got him one spot higher than you. I, I think it's a, it's tank Dell day all day. And uh, Nico. Yeah. I mean, Hey, he's a professional football player. I'm not, but there it is. <laughs> I tend to agree. Uh, Adam, help out Adam with his question here. He was just offered Derek Henry and DJ Moore for Mike Evans and Zach Moss. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm keeping Mike Evans. Uh, I'm potentially looking for a different deal for Moss. Um, he is someone that I, I think, especially you know, after this week, you could sell high on. Um, but that being said, I, I want to keep Mike Evans. I, I think right now he's the guy I'm the most confident in. I, I getting Henry, it, it could be interesting. Uh, maybe if you could separate the Moore and Evans part out of this. Um, but yeah, Mike Evans to me is the best asset, uh, available here. I'm doing this deal. If, if, it's, if it's me, I'm, I'm doing this deal. I'm betting on Derrick Henry being a low end RB one of nothing else. I'm, I know DJ Moore is going to be a solid replacement for Mike Evans. Zach Moss could be completely useless. If Jonathan Taylor comes back, I'm taking advantage of the fact that people actually yeah. want Zach Moss. And if, I, if you I could do Moss team. for Henry, I would be in that boat. I just, I don't think DJ Moore is a replacement for Mike Evans. Chris, you're shaking your head. Get in here. I, I can't believe we're discussing uh, it's possible to trade Zach Moss for Derrick Henry right now. That's uh, I'm this is the state of the NFL right now. <laughs> All right. Um, anybody want a tie break between me and Adam? Because I would do it. He wouldn't. I'm pulling the trigger. I, okay. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't see a ton of reason to do the deal for either side necessarily at this point, but. All right. Well, there you go. We got a two-two split. We don't have a fifth. Per- we don't have a fifth person to break all that time. Uh, Pat Fryermuth did finally get back on track a little bit last week. Houston's get up the tenth most fantasy points to the tight ends. He's a top ten tight end for me this week. And Dalton Schultz, despite the fact that he runs routes, never gets looked at. So we are out on Dalton Schultz. Let's go to our next. 